Hey guys, it's your girl Zena, and I'm back. I'm back again. Again, I'm back. And I just wanted to talk about something because I'm kind of losing it. I'm losing it, whatever it is. And I don't want to say a certain word, but I'm losing it for speaking on relationships and things of that nature. I'm feeling like it's oversaturated. And the biggest thing I'm starting to realize is not only is it oversaturated, it went from being. I felt like people giving advice, like I feel like women were giving other women advice, like how you could be a better woman, how you could treat a man, which you shouldn't, probably shouldn't accept, and then I felt like it started turning into like a little attack thing on men, which in turn, men started making podcasts and everything as well, and speaking their part. And it was just telling, at first, I, the things I was seeing was just men working on themselves to attract better women. And then it started turning into an attack on women. And I feel like now it's no longer like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's no longer, um, I don't even know the word right now. And I'm going to listen back to this and know it, but... I feel like the advice that was there and the growth for people is no longer there. It's just this kind of defense thing of who can point out what's worse. What's worse about black men? What's worse about black women? And I just enjoy when I speak on things, I'm telling women how you can be better with men. From my understanding that I'm a woman, I cannot tell you how to love a man. Only a man can teach a woman how to love a man. Because only a man knows what men truly desire. Just the basics. Because we're all different. We all like different things. We all require different things. But I just say from my understanding. And then also from what people said about me over my experiences from my perception of things I just gave that opinion and I would also give men as well because often men will ask me questions and ask me things so I started speaking on men but it's kind of getting to this place where it's like an attack thing and I don't want to attack men or women that was never my goal um we both as genders or groups of people have a lot of things that we could work on. And not as individuals, not seeing one woman has a million things she needs to work on. But as a whole, we have a bunch of things we could work on. We have a bunch of cliches we hold on to, a bunch of double standards. Um, I think there's a lot of um, resentment that we hold on to and some of it's not even from us it's just become a standard or regular but where that even originated from where this come from is from a resentful place um i just don't like how it went from being so i don't know therapeutic and like oh my god i am that way let me work on that to like what it's like and maybe it's just the delivery has changed. But I don't feel like it's just the delivery. I feel like even the intent has changed. 
um, from when I watch videos, I watch snippets and things like that. I feel like it's it's become an attack thing, and I I feel on both sides. It's not just men and it's not just women, and I don't like it. <laughs> and I, this probably be like nobody cares what you like. It's probably entertaining. Um, I feel like people thrive off of negativity, and that's not me. I don't like to thrive over anything negative, and I'm not into the game of hurting anyone or tearing anyone down, so that doesn't work for me, and I feel like um, that's why I have not been as active, or I've been probably posting like a lot of just clips of other people's stuff, because I don't even know where to go at this point. I feel like it's just one of those things where now it's like, if I say something, the opposite agenda, because now they've become so used to it being an attack thing that if I say anything, they feel like it's an attack. And I'm like, I'm not here to attack you. It's not about that. Um, I'm just giving my personal opinion. If the shoe doesn't fit, don't try to wear it. Keep walking. You already got shoes on then. This ain't the shoe for you. Keep walking, baby. And I, f- I feel that it's this back and forth thing. Like, I'll have in one post men attacking me and in the next post men agreeing with me. Because in that next post, they feel that I'm attacking women. So now they're agreeing with me. And I, that's not my intent. Um... I came here to, again, get my personal opinion. As men, there's a lot of things that you guys just don't take accountability for, especially this modern traditional thing that I see going rampant. Nobody's traditional. Nobody's traditional. We all have some traditional values or we want to say or hold on to, but none of us are traditional. All of us have been having sex. That's already throwing us out the traditional window. None of us are married. Most people have children already out of wedlock. There's just so, those are just the bare minimums that already killed us on we're traditional people. But men, and I'm going to say this to y'all, y'all probably going to get annoyed and be saying, shut your ass up. Okay, thank you. I will after this. You guys aren't that traditional. The things you see, how your grandmothers and this person used to be, I'm going to speak two parts on that. One, for the people who actually had those type of grandparents, um, and I'm sticking to the black community, the ones who did have those type of grandparents, you're not doing what your grandfather was doing. Most of the skills that he had, you do not have. You do not have. I promise you, most men aren't even handy. The fact that people hire people to come put a wall, a TV on the wall, a wall mount, which takes about like six screws or eight, depending on the size of the TV. And then probably like another four on the TV. And people hire people to do that. Men hire other men to come and do that for them. 
like a lot of things women will say well oh men don't do like most men can't change oil oil is something that you should be able to change at home most men wouldn't even know where to put coolant in a car most men don't know how to change a tire these are basic things like understand when your car broke down your grandmother gave it to your grandfather he'd take it in the garage and go fix it because y'all wouldn't talk about that type of traditional we're not doing that we don't see that something broke in the house he would fix it he would at least try or keep trying now y'all have to use oh you could just hire somebody and I could just hire somebody to cook I could just hire somebody to clean and those are again the basics like the things that y'all and again we're talking the basics like a lot of y'all don't even hold none of the values no less the morals that your grandfather held most of y'all didn't even have those type of grandparents so I don't know why y'all be talking about that Mostly I came from a long chain of what you are now and what you produce and what you entertain and what you engage in. Times have changed, but history repeats itself. So a lot of you who say I'm this and I'm that, it's like your grandparents lived in these projects. What are you talking about? I know your grandfather. Like, there's a lot of, and the same thing for women, be saying, oh, well, I can do this, I can do that. Cooking and cleaning is the bare minimum. Like, a man can go higher, um, can, you can go higher and someone to put oil in your car, change your tires, the things we usually do, because men cannot do those things. Or the thing, if you have a man, he'll take your car to get done. And again, this is where the money thing plays a huge part because a lot of those things, your grandmother didn't ask your grandfather to go pay for because he could do it. So now as a man, you cannot do it. So you have to foot the bill of getting it done. Now, as a woman, you can't say you cook and clean because y'all could hire somebody to cook and clean. Y'all could order out. Food is very accessible now. Cooked food is very accessible now. But what other values do you bring? Like, if he ripped his favorite work shirt, can you hem it? Or now it's at another bill because now he needs to either go get a new shirt or take it to the um, tailor or dry cleaners or whoever's going to fix it. Do we have those basic skills? Do we have the basic skills to bandage or heal him at home? Because, see, as the homemaker, you're everything you're the cook. You're the maid, you're the nurse, you're the tailor, you're the accountant, you're the secretary, you're the administrator, you're everything. If we want to speak on traditional values, if we want to speak on being these type of women saying we're traditional women, can you handle all of those roles? Because usually, again, he will handle the manly things he will provide he would protect he would definitely provide and protect you know he will push and support he will lead because as a leader being a leader it comes with the whole job in itself 
So you may be the secretary, but he's the CEO. And as men, can you be the CEO? Especially if we want to talk on living traditionally with these traditional people in this modern time. We're not. We're not. Both, in most relationships, both people want to be the CEO. And that's fine. I'm not saying that anything's wrong with that, but that's not how it traditionally works. And now we can go back to the argument of, well, women didn't have those rights, and they didn't. Yes, they didn't. So the game has changed because women have different rights. We have different freedoms. We have bank accounts now. We have access to money. We have access to assets of our own. So we speak on these traditional relationships. So we only speak on the bare minimum of it, the very bare minimum of it. Um, We only speak on the good of it as well. We don't speak on the control, the abuse, the all the other BS that goes into it. Like, there's so much we don't speak on about traditional marriages. You know why? One, none of us was ever in one. And two, most of us did not come from a home of one. We may have come from a two-parent home. You may have come from a two-parent married home. You may have come from a single-parent home, whatever the case is. But this, like I said, I say all, so I'm like, I didn't. I said most. And that's the majority of us did not come from that. And if you came from a family that was in the inner city, deep in the inner city, during the 80s, 90s, you definitely didn't come from that. Because that was when the inner cities was definitely being tore down and destroyed and the black families were being destroyed. Separated by force, by poverty, by many different things. So even if your family wanted to have that, if they did, they was one of the few families that was able to maintain that in those times. But again, I'm not saying this is all just by fault. No, no, no. Never said that. What I'm saying is that the idea of we think we are from a time that we did not even exist in, a time that we truly don't even understand, a time that most of us didn't even come from those type of families, how can we say we are these things? We truly don't even understand the extent of those things. And again, I always hear the same mediocre things. The same things, same things, same things. Like, the people I say who, again, if you, as I said, grew up in the inner city, if you grew up with parents who grew up in the Caribbean or anywhere outside this country, then you probably came from those families that grew up very traditional because your families grew up very traditional. It was still very traditional back home. It was still very traditional in those other countries. But here, things were definitely being torn down and changed and demolished. And the idea of family, again, um, they do not fear our violence. They fear our love. 
And the black family is a strong unit. Especially when you have a great man leading an intelligent woman. They're going to raise amazing children. And if this is the whole neighborhood, then you're going to have a neighborhood of amazing people. Because you're going to have the men who's leading and providing great homes. And there are women who are very intelligent, who's coming up with all these schemes and ideas and how to provide and extend this and do this. Because, again, back then, again, the women may not have had big voices, but they did play a role. And that's why, if you ever listen to the older people, they always say behind every great man is an amazing woman or strong woman. And most of the elites nowadays, yeah, it's a little different. But if you push back a generation or two, you will all see that they have that same kind of motto. Motto. You know? Like, so things have definitely changed. The roles have changed. Because as much as men would say women are not as smart, they're very over-emotional, yes, but we're super intelligent. And if you don't realize that, I will tell you a perfect way. And don't say, oh, it's because nobody want to work with another man. That's not true. Men always have female secretaries, assistants. The people's going to do all the dirty work. Usually their managers, you'll be surprised how many men manage to women. And it's not because... They just want to be around a beautiful woman. Usually they're married. This is an issue in their marriage. It's because they know she's fucking scandalous. And she knows what she's doing. And she can get the job done. That's one thing about women. And especially a woman who can take direction. See, you have to be able to take direction. Because even being someone's assistant, they're going to put the ball in your hand. But they're going to tell you where they want you to put it. Now it's your job to get it there. And how you get it there, how well you do it, just shows how well of a person you are, how wise you are. You know? You can't be like, oh, well, I got to put it there. I could just put it over there and I will work too. It might work. But he's leading. Let him lead. So, again, let's not talk about being traditional because most of us, none of us, who are having these conversations, who are going through relationships, who are probably listening to these conversations, grew up in traditional times. None of us have had a traditional marriage. Unless, again, you come from foreign in some shape or form, especially if you come from a foreign place where y'all are super cultured and super traditional, that you probably, your tradition is probably even more crazier than what our norms are and what people like when they, oh, hell no, I would never do. Like, I follow this girl, this lady, she's 30, um, on TikTok, and she's from Tanzania. I don't follow her, but I see her a lot. I don't know why I lied. Don't follow her. But I see her a lot on my thing, and her, she was saying, you know, they're, her family's very traditional, um, and her cousin was getting married. And she was explaining what happens in their culture 
once the woman is married. And it wasn't like just a marriage. I forgot what she called the ceremony. Oh, but it was just something basically. And a lot of the things, she had like seven or eight things you happened after you got married. And I remember, and I feel like it was seven, but I know it was more because a lot of people were saying three, six, and three, six, and seven. Hell no. Like, I would never do that. And three, not three, six, which is to be become fully submissive to your husband. And a lot of and women in the American culture don't want to do that. Just don't see that. Um, but I know a lot of those women in conversation will probably still say, but I am still very traditional. That's just the part. No, you can't be very traditional and take out parts. You can't be something and take out parts of it. Then you're no longer that. But you can't be like, I'm a chef, but I don't saute. I really don't like baking and putting anything in the oven. I don't fry nothing. I all, I, all I really do is boil stuff. So you're a boiling chef? Or you just cook and boil? Like, you can't be something and take out a bunch of parts of it and still call yourself that. You can't. You can't. You can be, I value things of that, but I myself am not that. And I've had to check myself on that because I'll say, I'm a very traditional woman. No, I'm not. I've had sex. I'm not married. I don't have children, but those are just the bare minimums. I'm already fucked up right there. There goes my traditional. But there's a bunch of, I value a bunch of traditional things so there's a bunch of traditional values about me but I cannot say I'm fully a traditional person and there's some traditions I don't agree with maybe they just maybe American traditions maybe another culture I may fall perfectly in line with them but I ain't never been looking for no American husband anyway so that's I don't know why I indulge in these conversations because it's mostly true Americans and I'm American but um, I grew up with pretty much I'm not talking about my growing up but I prefer not to date just American men I really date American men it's never um, they're cool but I feel like my understanding my growing up and how I see things, how I do things, they would not truly understand. Um, just because, again, it's a culture thing as well. So I like men who I feel are more culture to what I know. And I'm not really big on just Caribbean men. I love an African man. That's, but, you know. There's other things out there in this world, but I feel a lot of those conversations, the people I see having them, um, I do see people in the UK having these conversations as well. But again, I feel like at this point, it's either just funny stuff 
or it's still at that point of like this is this and this that i have started seeing that little change of it becoming an argumentative thing where it's no longer like oh okay well hmm, never looked at it that way maybe you're right well this is how we see it and this is how we've seen it and i think those conversations important where i can where a man can say let's say i'm speaking with men a man can say well as men we feel like y'all women do this or y'all do that and i say well oh that's weird because we don't do it because of that it's because of this and he can be understanding of that rather than saying eh, you probably you and i don't want to argue be understanding because hmm, never thought of it that way maybe that is true maybe more people should think of it that way i think again it's the delivery the approach on things that makes it come more very tacky nobody wants to why do i have to feel like i'm defending myself when we're supposed to be here having a conversation about understanding um and i was doing a podcast i never felt that way on there i feel like that was actually a good place we could have those conversations but i feel posting have become a thing of arguments like i'm posting if you want to converse about it or you have different opinion on what i'm saying cool but the fact that people come on there and get very angry and attacky, like I've, I'm personally attacking them. And again, I see things where I feel like, eh, that's crazy. And I feel like I want to say something, but again, I'm like, that's their opinion. That's how they see it. Maybe that's the people they've dealt with. Maybe that's the people they're around. I don't know. But if I do give my opinion, I always try to give it very respectfully, very calm, and ensure that I'm not attacking them or their opinion. I'm going to maybe state minds, but I'm going to ensure I'm doing it with respect. Um, because I feel like a lot of times people say, well, I'm just stating my opinion, but I think that sound dumb as fuck. You sound dumb as fuck. Shut up. That's my opinion. It don't matter how you think I sound. That's fine. I think I sound very intelligent. <laughs> but again, I'm rambling, so I'm going to head out. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.